0: This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. Keep
1: you oh, what the XFL is cooking.
0: It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun.
1: This is the XFL! Welcome, everyone. This is the first week of February 2018. This is commonly known as Super Bowl week. This is now known as week one on the road to 2020. This is the XFL show. Welcome, football fans, curious bystanders, worshippers, of the Church of McMahon. <laughs> I'm Alan Michael, and this is episode one of the show where we exclusively talk XFL, a weekly discussion that will involve you, me, and, well, not just me. I have partners in crime right here, joined by a pair of, I don't know, what do you guys calling yourselves? XFL enthusiasts, fans, uh, the XFL universe, I guess. Hey, introduce yourself to the XFL universe.
2: This is Jacob John here. I, I'm going to start off first. I am joining, I guess, the XFL universe or whatever <laughs> we're going to call it. That That's still, uh, you know, to be determined, I
1: guess. All right, and, Jacob John, welcome to the XFL show. And, of course, our other partner here, Vincent Raymond.
3: Y- yes, and I, and I am, you know, very encouraged and very excited about what we've heard, and I can't wait to discuss it.
1: Yeah, so, that, so you got it all squared. The, the, all the introductories, uh, the, all the greetings are out of the way. And now we can get to football because that's what this is all about. A weekly discussion about the XFL, uh, not just, you know, the, the 2020, the future, but we'll look at the past as well because you're doomed to repeat the failures of the past if you don't look and learn from your history. And Lord knows that the XFL has a notorious history. So, he's Vince, that's Jake, I'm Alan, let's talk some XFL. Last week, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on January 25th, 2018, in front of a fancy screen with colorful helmets all over the place, and after a really cool rap song that was hauntingly familiar to another uh, recently famous rap song, Jake, Vince McMahon announced (laughs) that the Notorious Football League that lasted only one season back in 2001 would be returning for season two in the year of McMahon 2020. What did you think when you first heard the news, Vince? Uh,
3: I was very excited. You know, that this had been rumored uh, for about a month or so that this was coming back. And you know, we didn't get many details, but, you know, what we I heard was encouraging. We're going to discuss it here. Uh, it, it's just, you know, Uh, Very surprising that he's going back to the well here, but he's in sole control. So we'll we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, and I believe the press conference wasn't even announced until earlier that morning. So, of course, you know, rumor and speculation, uh, (laughs) you know, ever since Alpha Entertainment was trademarked, but really (laughs) nobody knew anything for sure, you know, until just a couple hours before.
1: Yeah, you're right. It officially wasn't announced until the morning of, right? Uh, We'll go over the press conference. We're actually going to play some of the sound uh, from Vince McMahon himself, the Q&A section as well. We'll dissect it. That's what today's episode will be all about, the initial announcement of the return of the XFL. But you're right, Jake. uh, The press conference was only rumored, and it was leaked on Twitter, that the the XFL would probably be announced in January about a month in advance. But we were all only speculating up until then, which... I think was a classic McMahon move and a great choice because it speculated and everybody was ready for some sort of big announcement. They didn't know what it was, but we all kind of knew, and everybody was excited regardless.
3: Yeah, I mean, they on that uh, that leaked initial report, I mean, the, the even the, the exact date of January 25th was called out uh, in the sources. So, you know, everybody had been waiting for this day, uh, and we got what we wanted.
1: Yeah, and I I forget the – oh, man, shame on me, but the, it was – I want to tribute the guy who broke the story on, on the XFL in January – or in December that it would be in January. His name was Brad – Brad the XFL leaker. We'll give him – he's he's no Dan Rovell. We know that. We'll go over that later on, though. So the, the press conference happened on January 25th. Uh, there was all speculation going into it, but it happened – and now here we are a week later. And for the most part, since the announcement, all things official from the XFL have well been kind of quiet, really. Uh, side note, this show, this is the XFL, is no way affiliated with the actual XFL, Alpha Entertainment, and any of its parent companies, if there are any. Uh, we are a separate entity of ourselves uh, while we are One of, maybe the first XFL podcast uh, in existence, I don't know. Uh, Hopefully, we're one of the first. Uh, We do not work for Alpha Entertainment, uh, so this show will be completely unbiased. It'll be our own views, but also a separate chronicling of everything XFL. So, uh, we aim to critique, analyze document all the current news regarding the return of the new XFL while also having some great episodes that we have planned. Jake, Wright on the plentiful history of the XFL. We we expect some maybe uh, for, we could uh, highlight some former teams I know that you have planned coming up. We're going to look at even the Orla- from the Orlando Rage to the Birmingham Bolts all the way to the Vegas Outlaws. We're going to analyze it and go over the history of every team but also look towards the future as well.
2: Yeah, you're right. Uh, We're still kind of hashing out the details, but but I do think, you know, in the future, we are going to plan maybe some episodes, you know, a a history of just one team on that episode. Looking back, highlighting some of the players and, you know, how that city got the bid and actually got the team.
1: Yeah, we'll do our research and, you know, we got... They're 20- to 30-minute episodes, so they're going to be easily digestible for you uh, on your way to, to work or from work or while you're doing the dishes. I don't know, however you listen to your podcast, but it's going to be easy to take in. And if you're interested in the XFL, you're a big football fan, whatever the case, uh, these episodes are going to be packed with entertainment and information for you, and those are going to be fun down the line. But today, it's episode one, and we need to talk about day one on that road to 2020 and Two years of podcasting before the league actually starts. <laughs> we can do an episode on whatever we want, really, regarding the XFL. But let's do episode one now on the press conference. Did you watch it live, Vince? Uh,
3: I did not get a chance to watch it live. Uh, I was at work at the time. Uh, <laughs> but as soon you
1: worked, you worked <laughs> during the XFL announcement. Shame on you! Uh, well, he I, I didn't know. I
3: did. I didn't have time to take off work. But as soon as I got home, uh, you know, I fired up uh, that YouTube. Machine and I watched it, uh, and and then you know I watched uh, uh, actually the the Twitter version and got to see all the comments from people as it was going on. Uh, you know, very interesting what everybody had to say.
1: Oh my God, the comments <laughs> and the replies to this announcement are are really. Really insane, and not just from people on social media, but even the media and how they covered the the press conference and their reactions to just little things that were said by McMahon and how they're looking way too far into things that he said, I think, yeah. from just an initial press conference. That's kind of what we're going to go over today. Uh, Jake, I know you didn't watch. Did you even watch the press <laughs> conference yet? I know out in your neck of the woods it takes a while for for a live video like that to get to you. The Twitter's slow where you are. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it does. Uh, You know, it's going to take a little longer, but, you know, that's why I'm on the show. I'm here to listen,
1: you know, as as well as give
2: insight.
1: (laughs) You're learned, yes. We're always, everybody, the thing with the new XFL is we're all listening. Everybody's listening to each other. It's really fun uh, to listen. So what better way to talk about the XFL than on a XFL podcast? Nothing really came out. Some tweets and Facebook after the initial press conference, but, oh, man. They are literally gauging the audience. Every tweet that came out from the XFL's official accounts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, is just saying, "What do you want to see? Where do you want to see it?" I, right now, I can only imagine there are Alpha Entertainment statisticians and social scientists with pens and calculators, and they're they're taking note for Mister McMahon, and and they're they're planning on uh, what the XFL 2020 is going to actually look like. Vince McMahon sold 3.34 million shares of his WWE stock in December. That equated to about $105 million. And then he used those funds to start Alpha Entertainment LLC, which is basically, well, if you're a fan of Brainbuster Radio, the Marburger Corporation to the XFL. Alpha Entertainment LLC will be the umbrella to which the XFL sits under and will operate no WWE involvement, all funded by Vincent Kennedy McMahon this time around. Yep. That alone is way different. That's probably the most glaring difference from the initial run of the XFL. This is all on Vince McMahon this time.
3: Yeah, and and he even said, you know, in the in the in the presser, uh, I believe it was during the the Q and A segment. You know, somebody asked about you know WWE involvement, and he flat out said that this is too big of an investment for WWE to take on. And that's why he's got to do it himself here. Uh, He's not partnered up with NBC like last time. This is all on him. This is going to be exactly what he wants. He doesn't got to answer to anybody.
2: Yeah, I believe he also said that there was not going to be any, you know, cross promotion, any crossover on this. Right, Uh, right. uh, We'll have to see. I'm not sure that. I'm not sure that's a great idea. I, I think, you know, you're targeting the same demographic. You're going to have a similar audience, but... Uh,
3: well, I, I don't... Maybe if
2: they want to get more of this, cat, you know, casual uh, people that think the XFL was a, a circus act before, maybe they don't want to see, uh, you know, some of the talent on Monday night showing up. Well,
1: yeah, that, I, that, that actually is a debate that can be an entire episode of this show, I think, is, oh, should there be crossover? Should they utilize... Uh, WWE talent even though they're not really related at all I'm sure it could be easy for Vince McMahon to have his superstars involved and promote and I'm sure there will be promotion on WWE programming but uh, that's like a whole debate that could last I mean really until 2020.
3: It it could but but, uh, Jake I I, I do want to touch on something I, I don't think that you know it is the same target audience. Uh, I think you know, obviously there'll be some crossover, but I think this is different. Uh, you know, based on, on you know, the rap that we heard and some of the things that he's talking about, I think it's really targeted towards the modern day sports fans. Uh, and even the the traditional modern-day sports fans. Well, see,
1: that's interesting you say that because there's also, you know, the notion, even the press, a lot of people in the media were saying that Vince McMahon's new XFL vision is much different from the old one and that yeah, sounds like he's targeting older football fans. I I don't know if I agree with that.
3: Yeah, so much of of this press conference uh, was made about, you know, political stuff that really has nothing to do you know, with the actual game, I mean, so much was made about, uh, you know, the quality of the human being that's yeah. going to be uh, involved here.
1: We're going to hear uh, we're going to hear that 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 actual cut here from Vince McMahon in just a second. But you're right. They brought up all the politics and they're trying to look into stuff that wasn't there when Vince McMahon even plainly said he had the, the vision to bring this thing back well before, you know, recent events where you feel like the NFL has lost a little bit of steam with its fan base. Vince McMahon has been plotting for the return of the XFL since 2001. I mean, as soon as yeah. this first season ended, he wanted to bring it back. So uh, that's what where I think people really slipped up in their coverage of this thing. And that's what hopefully we here on This Is The XFL Show uh, can kind of clean up and give you an actual clear-headed view without all the nonsense, and we'll sift through all that kind of BS and get to exactly what Vince McMahon is saying and what the plans for the league really are. And really, when you think about it, when we hear this sound right now, uh, there really are no plans. Let's start off with Vince McMahon talking about how the league, the XFL, in 2020, is all about the fans and listening to what they want and listening to, well, other people who know what they're talking about when it comes to football.
0: The new XFL will kick off in 2020 and quite frankly, we're going to give the game of football back to fans. I'm sure everyone has a lot of questions for me, but I also have a lot of questions for you. In fact, we're going to ask a lot of questions and listen to players, coaches. We're going to listen to medical experts, technology executives, members of the media and anyone else who understands and loves the game of football. But well, most importantly, we're going to be listening to fans.
1: And they're able to do that, I think, a lot easier than they were in 2001. Hello, Twitter, Facebook. That's the only place where you see the XFL active since this announcement. I think the social media age is about to create its first football league.
3: Yeah, we've seen the NFL broadcast games, uh, you know, exclusive or, or on twitter exclusive games on yahoo streaming uh you know this has been done uh it's it's not like it would be revolutionary uh certainly having the whole league uh exclusively broadcast on a streaming service would be uh but you know he's maybe he's going to just take it a step forward it's going to be interesting and and it's a great way to gather data like you said
1: yeah and jake the way that the xfl is able to gather that data I mean, going for two years now, they're going to have so much information and really be able to actually pinpoint the percentage of people that want, I don't know, halftime eliminated or want, uh, you know, the, the classic XFL coin toss scramble or whatever. You know, they're going to know exactly what their fans want and they're going to implement it. And it seems like maybe a majority rules type of league is on the horizon.
2: Yeah, we'll see. You don't want to give too much power to uh To the fans yeah. out That's there e- even if they are customers but i think it's a good it's definitely a good decision coming out there and you know being i mean hell it's we're still a whole two years away they have time but it's it was a good Man. idea not to come out there and <laughs> talk about all the rules. Yes. Yes. The the
1: phrase, the phrase that will be uttered the most times on this show, I I feel moving forward. We're two damn years away from it all, but yeah, we we don't know yet. But the fact that the XFL is going to be able to make fans feel like you were part of creating this league. That is something that no NFL fan will ever feel.
3: (laughs) That's that's certainly right. I mean, you look, Right now with the NFL, it it seems like there's just so much complaining surrounding that league. And, and, you know, the product, at least to me, has grown very stale. Uh, It's difficult to watch at times. It it seems like unless your team is playing, it is just only propped up by gambling and fantasy football. Uh, Now, I'm not saying it's not healthy. Because, you know, recently, you know, uh, Thursday Night Football going to Fox for some ridiculous $600 million a year or something ridiculous like that. The NFL is not in trouble, but the product is not very good, whether regardless if people are watching it or not. And this man sounds like he is going to give people what they want that's different from the NFL. He's going to make it
1: better. Well, maybe football needs reimagined, Vince. Let's hear from Vince McMahon what else he had to say in his opening statement on the return of the XFL.
0: So I'd ask that, uh, well, the question of what would you do if you could reimagine the game of professional football? Would you, for instance, eliminate halftime? Would you have fewer commercial breaks? Would the game of football be faster? Would the rules be simpler?
1: How would you reimagine football, Jake?
2: I, I mean we don't have enough time to go over all you know all <laughs> the rules that one we would rule. like,
1: one that, rule. That we would like to see. They're listening. They're listening at the XFL.
2: I, I know they're listening. And I'm, I'm gonna be very brief with this one here. I, I think there's a couple things that NFL fans do not uh, do not particularly like uh one i think is too many commercials and let's face it if you want to make money you're going to have to have commercials so there's going to be you know probably just as many commercials uh, in the xfl another i think are excessive penalties um again a third one i think is uh almost abusing instant replay or some way making it you know trying to speed it up there's
1: mine there's my one rule top of my list no more replay that has to be one no more replay. As a football fan, I'm tired of it. The experiment for me is over. And really, it's, it's not really an experiment. It's been, what, over 20 years of my lifetime. The majority of my life as a football fan has been with instant replay. I'm done with it. I, I'd rather just blame human beings for being blind <laughs> and, and missing stuff but, than <laughs>
3: confusion over rules. Especially when they have the replay and they still can't get it right. You know, that's the, that's the, the the sorry part about it.
1: It's 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 a sad state of affairs, that instant replay. But that's just one aspect. That's the for top of my list. Other people uh, really you have a lot of jokesters who are responding to the actual, I think, legitimate question the XFL is asking on social media. What do you want to see rule change-wise? What rules do you want to see? Um, but I can't wait to see their first, I don't know, data released about what they're getting from fans. But hopefully number one on that list for me is no more replay XFL. We do not need it. That is – What I don't like about football, and that is what Vince McMahon says. The XFL will get rid of the stuff we don't like.
0: The new XFL will be fan-centric with all the things you like to see and less of the things you don't. And no doubt, a lot of innovations along the way. We will present a shorter, faster-paced, family-friendly, and easier-to-understand game. Don't get me wrong, it's still football, but it's professional football reimagined.
1: There you go, reimagined, faster. I, I could see they're they're talking two hour game uh, is the goal. Jake, you might see less commercials. I think that's possible. You shouldn't give up on that dream.
2: Uh, we'll have to see. I, I think shorter quarters is definitely a possibility. Uh, a shorter play clock as well. And then, like we said, if you you know if you get rid of instant replay for one, you know, is going to cut down. On that yeah, but I, I think make, making things simpler I mean a, a catch should be a catch I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> there there's not going to be a debate about did someone survive the ground or you know maintain possession it should come down if if a 70 year old man on his couch can tell that that was a catch or not then that should be the rule. <laughs>
1: Well, football fans are, are really licking their chops at the idea of actual rule changes. We've been begging the NFL to make uh, implemented in a couple of years with the XFL. I don't think anybody really. Well, I'm not going to say that. I think there are people because on social media that feels I feel like there are a lot of responses. The political aspects of this of the, the NFL are now leaking into the XFL. Everybody's kind of thinking this is a make football great again type of league and it's a make football, uh, you know, back to what we wanted. So it is kind of, but I don't know if it's in that that regard. I don't think the XFL is about the political issues. A lot of people are politicizing it, which is unfortunate. It is going to be a simpler, simpler football league, which is what I think we all want. And we could all enjoy that and the NFL And it'll be easy to digest because the XFL is going to have a very simple eight-team structure, Vince, which I know you love, and I know you can't wait to speculate on all the cities that Vince McMahon and the XFL will be going to. But he did give the details, of which there
0: were none. We intend to start conservatively with eight teams, 40-man rosters, a 10-game regular season, and postseason featuring two semifinals, and of course, a championship game.
1: In eight cities, and we don't know what cities those are, though. And they asked him about 40 times throughout that press conference, and he said, again, we don't know about San Diego. We don't know about Pittsburgh. We don't know about St. Louis. They don't know, but everybody's chiming in. And now you even see, uh, you know, campaigns, Columbus for the XFL and and San Diego for the XFL. Bring the Birmingham Bolts to San Diego. I even saw one fan cry, Vince. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, especially a lot of cities that, you know, don't have any professional football. I'm sure they're they're gonna be uh, you know, very hungry uh to bring this product to their town. Uh you know, last time uh in the old XFL you, you had a mixture. You had some big cities, you had some you had some small cities. Uh it, it's gonna be very interesting to see where they target. Uh, and where what uh, facilities they decide to use. I think that's going to be very key to the, the overall presentation of this product.
1: And so will the quality of the play, because we all, I think, can agree, Jake Vince, the most important reason why the XFL failed was the football was just no good, except for Tommy Maddox, Jake. The original XFL <laughs> was pretty bad.
2: The, the football wasn't great, um, but you know what, L- looking at a stadium... On TV, that's you know three quarters empty is not helping. But you know that's why we're two years out. You, you got to figure out how to build that audience, how to put butts in the seats uh, get the in the players. in the right locations, yeah, right, and right. Get- and 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 get the players. And remember, also uh, we're talking about a drug-free league, even a prior DUI league. Well, that's um,
1: that's the question. Is it prior? Because here, listen to the cut of Vince McMahon talking about that. He said earlier in the press conference that quality of play is the most important thing, and that was the big the big mistake. But also he went on to say that the quality of the human being is very important, and now everybody's up in a tizzy because nobody with a DUI is apparently going to be allowed to play in the XFL. I don't know if that is the case.
0: Listen. Well, I think this, um, that one of the things when I said the quality of the human being is very important and just as important as the quality of the player, what I mean by that is um, you want someone who who does not have any criminality whatsoever associated with him. And in the uh, XFL, even if you have a DUI, you will not play in the XFL. So that would probably eliminate some of them, uh, not all of them. If Tim Tebow wants to play, he, he could very well play.
1: Oh, you know Vince McMahon wants Tim Tebow to play. But he said if they ha- you know, have a, a DUI, that he didn't specify – prior to signing up for the league or maybe he might mean one DUI. If you're in the league and you're out, that would, that makes sense too. It could be either, but I think everybody's jumping to conclusions, Vince.
3: Yeah. I it's, I mean, he, he clearly does not have, you know, a set of rules
1: there are no yeah. rules in yeah. place yeah. yet and everybody's yeah. already so, you know saying vince McMahon's a racist he's trying to keep minorities it, out of the it, F- xfl it, it's ridiculous
3: it, you know it was very interesting you know to hear him bring that up and and I, i'm curious to hear what you guys think about this do you think that this was a mistake for him to bring up these hot topic political issues well of- he didn't he didn't bring them care- up.
1: He, he was asked about them. He, he, well, had to ask, he, well, he
3: answer. was asked about them. You know, he, he did answer them. He answered about about the National Anthem. He answered about, uh, about you know, uh, the character of the players. Two hot issues that are currently plaguing the NFL. Um, and he's, you know, he gave the opposite answer to what the NFL does in, in order to be different. Uh, and, and, you know, give a lot of these people what they, what they want to hear. Do you think that that was a mistake saying that early on, not because it's necessarily, you know, what he's going to do, but all you got out of this, all you hear about this press conference for, from news reporters is those issues and not focused on the football or the actual league.
1: Well, that that's going to go for any sport th- these days. No, no news entity is going to ever ever focus on the sport anymore. On uh, if you watch ESPN, all they're talking about is uh, LeBron hating his owner Dan Gilbert, or the or uh, the NFL and Neil Neilers. Or, you know, they're, and they're not talking about hockey at all because, well, hockey players, <laughs> they, they don't do anything, so there's nothing interesting for them to talk about. See, that's why that's why they ask him about that first. They don't ask him about rules. And, and no one, no one asked him about, hey, Vince, you're going to get rid of pass interference as a spot foul? No. They asked him about kneeling. And they asked him about you know, criminal records because those are the juicy issues that they're going to write about, The people will read about. They'll get the clicks and they'll get the views. But... Vince McMahon had to answer that, and actually, I don't think he definitively was on the other side of the NFL, but he did say it in a way that made it sound like, we, you know, we, we know that people are mad about that, and we might, we might change it for those people who are upset about that with the NFL. He didn't give any definitive statements there, but everybody's jumping to conclusions on everything he said in this press conference, which you expected. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was not a planned, uh, you know, that was not a rehearsed answer to that degree. That I'm sure he, so he thought you about know, it ahead of it, time. It was he something he, on the spot.
1: Yeah, he knew he was going to be asked about well, that. Well, yeah, stuff. you
2: know you're going to get asked certain things.
1: And, and Vince McMahon also was asked, he, he asked him if, someone asked him legitimately, will there be no free speech in your league? Like, get out of town, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And Vince McMahon <laughs> answered that and said, you know, there will be rules and they have to follow the rules of this company, but that goes for any company in the United States of America. They don't regulate your speech, but you could be chastised if, I don't know, you work for CBS, you go on a podcast and you say, Les Moonves is an asshole. You know, you can't if you do that, you will get in trouble. And the same goes for the rules of whatever the XFL ends up having when it comes to the, what players can say in social media or wherever or on the field. Before a game. Here's Vince McMahon on regulating speech in the
0: XFL. Well, I think this. uh, You know the rules and regulations. As I mentioned, uh, you're going to have, there'll be a booklet, there'll be whatever it is we can do to make sure that all the players understand the rules uh, as well as everyone else. We intend for everyone to abide by those rules as far as the national anthem is concerned, which may be where you're going now. I think this the national anthem is a time honored tradition that's played to this day and many, many years in the past prior to most athletic events in our country and in other countries. So whatever our rules are is what everyone will abide by. There's plenty of, uh, of opportunity and plenty of ways in which players, coaches, members of the media can express yourselves in terms of your own personal views as far as social aspects are concerned, whether or not it's Twitter or Facebook or whatever. But again, we're here to play football. When we come onto the field, we're here to play football. That's everyone's job.
1: There you go.
2: I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, everybody's going to be issued an employee handbook and a company yeah, exactly. policy. It's, it's going to hand- be very clear.
1: That's very clear. You know, it's that you're, if you're an XFL player, you're an employee of the league. And if they have a rule that says, you know, you can't show, you know, protest social injustice. I mean, maybe that you don't agree with that, but there are seriously hundreds of thousands of companies in the United States that don't get, you know, all sorts of hell for regulating their, their employees speech during working hours. Vince McMahon even said clearly there, social media, there's all sorts of ways for these players to express themselves. But when we have our games, those are for football, which makes sense to me. And I think should make sense to any social justice uh, warrior out there and I'm all for social justice, but That their employees for a company and uncompany time, maybe they're not going to be allowed to do that, and it's not even a rule yet, and we're debating about (laughs) it. You know, so it's 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 silly that everybody's trying to paint this wide brush already with a league that is two years away from kicking off.
3: Yeah, I mean, these players are going to be told what the rules are, and if they don't like them, they don't have to play. It's 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 simple as that. It's it's with any other company, you know, if, if you don't agree with something that they have you don't have to work for them.
1: And the XFL will not follow the franchise model and there will be no players union at least just yet. So really it is you go by the company letter of the law and if you don't you don't play. That makes sense to me and that you know that's just the rule and we'll see how it all is implemented in 2020 but uh for people to I mean really name call Vince McMahon and kind of call call him uh you know say that he's creating a a league that Donald Trump is going to eventually leave the presidency for to get on board with because he's always had it out for the NFL. Great conspiracy theory, and I'm sure we'll take a look at the USFL and if this could be true one day on an episode, but uh, it's just, it's craziness. I mean, you know what people should have been more up in arms about was the fact that I, I was even bummed that Vince McMahon didn't outright say that, uh, any name on a jersey will be allowed again because I, was, I love that about the original XFL. But he said that is on the table when they asked him about the infamous He Hate Me jersey.
0: I'm not sure about the uh, individuality of the He Hate Me. We're not there yet. But it's amazing that people remember that. Rod Smart, uh, the player at He Hate Me, that was, that was extraordinary. Whether or not we do that or not, though, is, uh, again, we're going to listen to football experts. And we're going to listen to what the audience, what fans want. What would a football expert have to say about names
3: (laughs) on the
1: back of jerseys? My God. Yeah. All right. Tell you right now, Mr. McMahon, all of us want any, he hate me jerseys. We all want those. But yeah, football expert. Like what would John Madden say? Oh, he hate me. I don't know what that means. I don't know about that. We can't have that. This is football. I don't know. Who cares what a football expert has to say about that, Vince? I'll I'll go after him on that one. Yeah. Any name.
3: Yeah, I I think, uh, you know, it may not have been pertained to specifically that issue, but I think all, you know, on the field stuff and, and, you know, promoting wise, you know, he he is listening to both experts and fans. You know, I I think that was just a canned answer that he had.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And in that in that in that in that instance on that issue hopefully he's mainly listening to fans because we yeah. all, if tim Tebow's in this league i totally want to buy a tebow jersey that doesn't even say tebow on it because you know it's going to say john 316 on the back
3: yeah give uh give vince a, br- a break there you know he probably hadn't slept in over a week <laughs> <laughs> So
1: he <must laughs> so if At slept least. Least, a little bit <laughs> It was, you know, Vince McMahon, what a week he had. The Raw's 25th anniversary for the WWE, the Royal Rumble with Sunday and Ronda Rousey, and the XFL sandwiched in between there. Oh, my uh, goodness. It was I mean, <laughs> oh really, the, pro- probably the greatest week any any promoter ever had in the history of, of promoting. Uh, so, you know, he was going to have maybe a couple slip-ups or just use a couple canned answers. He did call uh, Darren Rovell of espn uh the famous business insider for the mickey mouse network he called him dan which was really the highlight for a lot of people at the press conference i love that did you hear that part vince uh
3: i did i did not uh oh is that whenever uh yeah the guy wasn't sure if he was talking to him or not
1: no he called darren rovell dan just yeah yeah, but yeah (laughs) but
3: darren thought he was talking to somebody else or i don't i don't think i I have the clip
1: I have the clip let's all laugh at darren rovell i'll we'll take our next question from darren rovell with espn
0: hello dan uh he... hey how are you what
3: did he call in <laughs> on a lamp yeah, all, all these guys were calling in really yeah,
1: actually, yeah jake the the xfl press conference featured Vince man on a uh you know a green screen stage and, and it fielding, was an empty arena fielding teleconference phone calls and uh, the best was Dan, rea- Dan Darren Rovell's reaction. Uh, oh, he just called me Dan. All right, hi. Well,
2: <laughs> I, I guess that makes sense since, like we said, it wasn't announced till a couple hey, hours earlier.
1: If Vince McMahon gets the first letter of your first name correct, damn it, you should be happy. And he did. <laughs> oh, it, what a week for Vince McMahon and the XFL coming back. There will be. 40-man active rosters. Also, some other uh, info we got fr- from the press conference. Players' salary structure is in development, but it will have the classic XFL pay scale of be- getting played to win, not just paid to play, Jake, which I know you and Jesse the Body Ventura are all about.
2: Paid to play and, as a bonus, paid to win. More incentive, uh, you know, you're just going to root for your team even harder than.
1: It's the
0: quality of the play,
1: and most importantly, yes, the the that was the number one thing I took was that Vince McMahon is going to go out there and look for some actual ballers for the XFL in 2020. He's going to go out there and look for a Tim Tebow. You saw it in his eye when someone asked him about that. He's going to go out there and look for some names that maybe feel cast off from the NFL, are sick of playing in the NFL. I think this time around the XFL might be able to do it USFL style and score a big college uh a college prospect Vince that's the number one thing I took from this uh, everybody else talking about the hoopla the politicizing of it number one thing I think Vince McMahon is out for good players this time around
3: Yeah you know it's happened with other uh professional football leagues in the 80s you know guys did not necessarily enter the NFL draft coming out of college. They entered you know, the USFL or or, or what have you. Uh, you know, bringing in big time talent is a a critical thing to you know to, to whatever product you have. Uh, and so it, it'll be interesting to see if he can nab any of those guys. Maybe even high school players straight straight out. Why go to college when I could, you know, go play in the XFL?
2: So yeah, we'll, it's we'll have to. Think about. We'll have to see, uh, you know, about tanking because you, you remember, even if you're not going to make the playoffs, you know, that that 14 playoff, you still win. You know, that's that's a down payment on a house or a car <laughs> or, or you know, something, something to better your family.
1: You're right, you're right, Jake. What was the number one thing you took away from the press conference? Uh, now you didn't. I know you didn't see it live or wa- really watch it at all. You kind of got the gist of it here and read in the newspapers as you do because you're old school like that, but. Hearing about the return of the XFL, number one thing you took away with a week of uh, that letting letting that sink in for an entire week. I,
2: I think it's being structured and branded as n- not so much as an outlaw, uh, you know, renegade football league, but you know, uh, just I guess an alternative uh, would be the best word. You know, we don't have the black and red; it's almost a you know a red, white, and blue, uh, American league. You know. It it seems like you know it's going to have a much more positive outlook to the general fan. They're not going to think it's some ringy-ding circus act or something.
1: How about you, Vince? Your number one takeaway week one of the XFL on the road to twenty twenty after the press conference?
3: I I got the feeling that Vince McMahon, who who we all know is, is the greatest promoter on the face of this earth, is going to develop something that's different. And never seen before, and it's going to, you know, capture the audience. It, it's not going to be football the way the NFL does it. It's going to be football the way the XFL does it. It's going to be different, and it's going to be very exciting. I don't. We don't know what it is yet, uh, <laughs> but we just know that I, I feel very confident in saying I think it's going to be an excellent product, and you definitely got to give this thing a shot especially considering the way the state of the NFL is right now.
1: So if you are a fan from back in the day, you, you followed the the Birmingham Thunderbolts or the Memphis Maniacs, or if you're like me, an old school Los Angeles extreme fan, or if you're a youngster who wasn't around for the XFL, or if you're just a football fan looking for something new, or if you're just someone who, who is fascinated by all this hysteria that Vince McMahon is able to drum up. You should follow us along the road to 2020 on This is the XFL Show. This has been episode one. Uh, Vince, Jake, great job, guys. I cannot wait to talk about this league each and every week with you guys moving forward into 2020 and beyond when we talk about actual football games come that year.
3: It's going to be one hell of a
2: ride this next couple years. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And we want to let everybody know, stick with us. We're working on the format. We're figuring this out on the fly. Uh, we hope you keep joining us. And again, you can always hit us up uh, on the Twitter at, yeah. I believe that's at XFL show. Is that yes. correct?
1: At XFL show on Facebook and Twitter, uh, go to the website. This is the XFL show.com for every episode, but also we'll have some, you know, information news, uh, opinion pieces as well. And uh, that's our space, Jake, Vince, so we're able to do whatever we want with it. This is the xflshow.com. So please subscribe on iTunes to the podcast, subscribe on Google Play Music or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe because when you do, not only will it boost this show up and get the XFL show you know, in front of more eyeballs and get people more interested in the league. And if you want to see the league succeed, well, I feel like the success of this show might help with that. Uh, and as we are, I'm going to call it Vince at the end of this show, the first ever XFL podcast. Is that is that okay for me to say? Has anyone laid claim to that yet? Uh, not not that I have. I've heard of. I, I... All right. Well, we're officially doing it. Let's put it on. We're going to put it on all the letterhead too, Jake. We got to make sure we get that going. And like Jake said, we are listening. Vince is listening, right? Vince, you're listening to everybody all the time.
3: (laughs) I, I am because that's what this is all about, giving the fans what they want.
1: It's about football and listening to each other and enjoying all things XFL. For Jake, for Vince, I'm Alan. We'll see you next week with episode two This has been fun. This has been awesome. This has been the XFL show.